difficult. Please go and sit down. Welcome them. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Please sit down. You are blessed beyond limits. In the name of Jesus. The resident pastor has taught you some things about 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 what? No, the 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 power of imagination is image formation. What you don't see, you cannot possess. And it's not for idle minds. What kind of world you want to live in, you must have a picture of it. Have a picture. Let it be imprinted in your, in your spirit. The kind of world you want to live in. We are going to be looking at a young man in the Bible. His name was Jacob. And later became Israel. God calls him Jacob my people. Israel my inheritance. You need the wisdom of God to understand some of these things. So you should understand that you as you sit there. As small as you may look today. Your descendants will become inheritance unto God. But you are God's own person. Until you begin to have a picture that your life will go beyond you. You will make progress in life. If your life should end with you, you are failed. Almost everybody says uh, Jacob is a swindler. Today you will change your mind. Amen. From the days of John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of God suffers what? Violence and only the violent take it. Even the violent takes it by what? Force. For even unto the violent, it doesn't drop on the, it doesn't come on a platter of gold. No. You've got to make it happen. People who watch things to happen are the ones who will never enjoy the things they have dreamed about, dreamt about. You've got to make things happen. Idle people don't make impact. But crazy people, people who are crazy for what they see or what they desire to have, may make mistakes, but they make the impact. Glory to God. Jacob, the creative strategist. Creative what? Strategist. 
And you might want to say no. Oh, I defer for no person. Oh, no. I was also saying. Amen. Mami bi aku konkwain. O yeah, na elements in your bed and baby, independent candidates. It's not a story. No from you. It's not a story. You can give her the best of chickens, doesn't matter. Then I said, on my island, Why? Because she didn't pay attention to things, to details. God gives you an inspiration and you sit down and cross your legs. It's going to happen. If God will not do it, he will not reveal it to me. It's going to happen. So you see your friend. Look at me very well. In the next two months, you will see something different. And then you go and sleep. You go to Mama Put. You know Mama Put? Huh? You go to Chokba. Just give me, increase the quality on the one I bought the other time. Something is about to happen. And when it happens, you will see. If I look at you very well, because when I come in next two months, you will not be the right Who did any we are? You go and sleep. Because baby busy. Why not busy? Every dream in life calls for active involvement. It calls for envisioning and participation. You take charge of it and make it happen. Whatever God has spoken concerning your life doesn't call you to go and sleep. It calls you to understand what you have said, believe it, have a vision of it, and go forth and work it. Let it happen. So do warfare with the prophecies that came upon your life. All we do is say amen. And that's all. Do you know how much the man who pronounced it has been struggling before the Lord? Before the word came? And you receive it and go and sleep. <laughs> Jacob was a creative strategist was working out destiny. He was doing what? Working out destiny. Let what God has said happen. I'm not going to sleep. Abraham was one such person. In chapter 15 of Genesis, God had a covenant cutting with Abraham. And in the process, God made Abraham to fall into a sleep. Now, when the elements were put together, the elements of sacrifice were put together, and the vultures were coming to consume, Abraham got up. He watched over the sacrifice to make sure that the journey would not be in vain. He refused to sleep. He refused to be distracted. 
He refused. Take time and read chapter 15. I didn't have any teaching on it some years ago. It will come as a book, don't worry. All those people who are troubling me for books, they will start coming very soon. The vultures. Beware of the vultures. Beware, the vultures are coming, eh? They are what? Aha, the vultures are here. To devour the things that will bring your destiny to pass. You can't sit and fold your hands. Three, four, say, what do you say? A good demi for moi. Oh, we are war. Yes. What do you say? Sumo demi for moi. Oh, my canon, quand il doesn't happen like that. Why? Every time God speaks something about your life, the enemy also wakes up with his mission to destroy. He wants to make sure that God is disgraced on that occasion. He wants to make sure you don't get what God says you get. He can't stop God from bringing it, but he can distract you from taking it. So when God says something about you, begin to see what God saw. When you see what God saw, and you begin to work in tandem with that one, then you will see what God has spoken. We are too idle. Majoring on minor things. Christians are too idle. We rather destroy the faith than build it up. The whole world it is Christians who set trap against the kingdom. Only Christians. I've been into Oriental religion. I never saw anything like that. I've read a lot about Muslims. I've lived with them for many years. I never saw things like that. They may disagree in their, in their, in their closet, but they will not come to talk about it in the open. It's only Christians. We have sliced the kingdom into bits and everyone is overseeing one like one dangerous eagle. I love dominion. Those of us in dominion, we are so blessed by God. Oh, we have the word, we have the word. You go for a program in that church and they are preaching. You guys do you try as you stay here like this. Is that a thing where they, where they chop for this place? Oh, Our own is even better. See, our communion is open to every Christian. There are some places when you go there, you're not, you're not a Christian, you're not born again. You can't take communion. And we'll call on the same Jesus. And we want to team up. Recently I heard they said the Pope said the people should come together. And so now they are gathering to come together. It is not by confederacy. It is by one language. By what? If I speak the language you speak, you may be in the north, I'm in the south. 
We are one people. You may be somewhere in Asia, and I'm here, down here in Africa, and we are still the same. Because we speak the same language. And, and, and these are language. When we meet and we are praying the spirit, we are speaking in tongues. There's no discrimination here. Nobody stops to think about what that person is saying. There's only one person who should pretend over that one. And he is the Holy Spirit. If all of us respond to him, we shall be one every time and everywhere. And that's why I always say, be a kingdom person, not a church person. It is your kingdom consciousness that will make you profitable in the local assembly you belong to. Did you hear what I said? It is your kingdom consciousness that will make you profitable in your local assembly. Creativity is not just skillfulness. It goes beyond that. I've been briefed of all the teachings that the pastor has done trying to go to the foundations for you to understand. And we'll be continuing. You know, you go for lectures in, a, in, a, in, a, in an institution and they teach about four different subjects. And you have one big notebook. You departmentalize the notebook. And then you copy notes here. Yeah? You go and copy notes on the other side. You make your points here. Yeah? And then later on, you sit down to blend everything. That makes you a scholar. I'm using a scholar. Genesis and chapter 25. Let's read from verse 20. From verse 20, please. We won't have time for. Now, can we read that together? Now, the woman was said to be barren. In actual fact, she was not barren. She was part of the school system of God. I won't have time to go into that side. <laughs> you know something that was said about Elizabeth? He who was called barren. It wasn't God that called him. Called her Barry, no. He who was called Barry by people has given birth in her old age. God used some of these things to break the backs of people who taught themselves so much as men. We are the men. Break their backs. For them to turn to God. But there's something interesting here. And Rebecca, his wife, did what? Conceived. The man went to plead with God. Give my wife a child. He didn't talk about the biological challenges. All he knew was that the woman must give birth. The child will come from God. Eh? They are too mindful of many things. 
when he tells you to be fruitful, he knows that you are seedful. You are what? Seedful. Otherwise, he can't talk about you being productive or being fruitful. How can you bear fruits when you don't have seeds on your inside? He said, be fruitful when the seeds are there. If the seeds are there, the place where the seeds should be is also there. They said, no, Philippian tube. God didn't mention Philippian tube in the Bible. Is it in the Bible? God mentioned children. We are the people trying to understand the things of God so we come with our own ideas. And we form theories and put theories on people that when you pass this age, you cannot give birth. Who told you? That's the reason why some of the Christian girls, when they clock about 30, 35, no man has come in, they, anybody can come in. Allah, you come. I'm too old to be married. Too what? Old to be married. We're a poor Christian. If you have your vote, people are better than you. If you are a hard supporter, don't come and fight me. I'm not fighting you. They are the ones that said, never give up until what? The bones are, so now that the bones are still intact, why are you giving up? Are they not better than you? With all your Bible. And because you are 35 years. You now decide to embark on a journey of premature aging. Every time you hang like this. Every time. What's the matter? Who will marry me? Yes, nobody will marry you now because you are now a mother. You are older than the man who will come to marry you. Your face is full of wrinkles. Your mind is also twisted. You are looking at me. Who wants to marry his mother? Rejoice in the Lord and I say again what? Rejoice. Rejoice. You are not the one who will bring husband. God will bring as long as you are where God wants to see you be. So be there and rejoice. And give him praise that he is not a cheater. When your husband is due, he will bring that one. Anthony aware that when the deeper life pastor's wife died, later he discovered there was a 56-year-old virgin. 56-year-old virgin in the church. 60, how many years? 56-year-old virgin. Virgin, 56. 18, you have committed abortion two times. I'm going to do my teaching. <laughs> Glory to God. Tell somebody rejoice, 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 rejoice. And if you don't have to give up, <laughs> don't give up. You are not the owner of your life. You are only there looking at the owner. He will do what he must do. He cannot fail you. Amen. Relax. What are you telling her again? Huh? <laughs> if you want to marry her again, you are free. 
This time it will be me and uh, Reverend Asari deciding what you will pay. The two of us will come together and decide what you should pay as dowry. If you like, try it. We will show you. I'm telling you. Praise God. Next verse, please. Try it. You will know something. Let's read. But the children struggled within, together within her. <laughs> they were doing wrestling. And, yes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen something? The situation was bad. She was one feeling it. Nobody was feeling it. Yeah, occasionally, when you are an observant husband, you know, you may see the child kicking. Those children, they have no respect. But you see, it is their room. One woman that rushed to me to say that, uh, they said the baby had breached. I said, what's your problem? What's your problem? You, in your house, the room where you live, the one that you rented, don't you sleep in how you want to sleep? When it's time to go out, don't you know the door? My friend, don't come and disturb me. Just go and get, give birth. Simple. The child is breached because in the process of enjoying the room, that's what you saw. You didn't see when the legs came down. It is when she pushed this side and doctor said it's breached. Breached for what? Breached. Breached. If you see, you won't see it. You won't see it. Should anything like that happen, call your husband to talk to that child. Hey, my friend, straighten up. Bring your head down. Stop that nonsense. Yeah. And the child will obey the father. The child will do what? Bring your head. Are you mad? Don't you know it's time to bring your head? And begin to come. Begin to do what? To come. Don't create any problem here. You want people to come from outside to come and watch you. Just come out. Let's read. The woman went to inquire, Lord, if this is a blessing, then why am I like this? Should I suffer like that? What is happening? World war in my in my womb. God says something. Go on. And the Lord said to her, How many nations? Two nations are in your womb. Two what? Not two children. Two nations are in your womb. Am I mienu? And no yemon. Am I mienu? Ghana and Nigeria, you are finished. If the two nations should be Ghana, one is a Ghanaian, the other one is a Nigerian, you are finished. Just, just tell God, okay, just let them come. Let me go and rest. Let them. But these two people, anywhere they meet, they fight. But they are always the same. The same. The same. 
They say, uh, if you have one Ghanaian and one Avrolian, you have a problem. That mm. one is when you say, come, you go here. Come. That yellow one, when you say, come, you don't go here. As in they go, that's where they go. You say, come back. It's your pokwa. What minutes now? Why? Let me be going. Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. The two nations are there when they come out. They are two peoples. And you know peoples make a nation. One people shall be stronger than the other. Back to base. One will be stronger than the other. And the older shall serve the younger. Which grammar do you want to hear again? This is so definite. It is, it is so clear. It's not, this is not prophecy. It's interpretation of prophecy. The pregnancy was the prophecy. The interpretation are the words that came from God. Your husband said I should give you children. So they have come. Twins. One of them is from Dagomba. The other one is from Nzima. If one is from my, my, my wife's uh, place where they live on water and the other one is from my village where there's no water. Trouble. Trouble. My wife's place, you need to have boat if you want to visit your friend. Now on boat you go. Why? You see, is, is, are you the one that created that place? You were just born into that place now. Your place, you like that, cross river, you go cross, cross before you reach. No problem. Along. The older shall serve what? What was the intent of God? And you are the ones who have jumped onto the seat of judgment. And you always condemn Jacob. Inside the belly he had this pronouncement. And definitely the mother must have told him. The woman was the one who was giving the message. It became a responsibility to ensure that God's message came to pass. Stop judging that woman. It is God's program that your greatness will be seen everywhere. It's your responsibility to make sure that you envision what God has said. And create this world. There is a spirit in man by the inspiration of the Almighty give them understanding. He said, great men are not always wise. Job 32, verse 7, 8 and 9. The older shall serve the younger. That was divine pronouncement. Divine what? Pronouncement. Go on, please. If I am able to do this talking now, then we continue with some intricacies later.
So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb. For anyone who was doubting, how can this small stomach carry carry the carry two people? It's not by the size of the stomach. It is by the quantum of the things inside. How can she give birth? Would nobody saw her stomach? Well, uh, is it your duty to see stomach? They say the person is pregnant. What we are waiting for is the product. Let it come. You say, would you see Alice? Alice, like this, when she was pregnant, it was when she was quarter to go, people began to see that she was pregnant. She was hiding the thing. That's the reason why that boy is giving them tough time. I've spoken to that boy. They so should deal with them well, well. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you meet Maxwell, ask him. When your boy is giving close marking, uh, that, boy, that boy is smart too, I tell you. Oh, yeah. He said, collect biscuits. He knows the hand to use and the one to hold the father's shirt. I tell you. <laughs> creativity. Strategic creativity. Right. Can we go on, please? And the first came out red. Anything red that he saw later in life, it was his own natural habitat. Anything red. He was a person who was cut out for mundane life. I don't know. What's the meaning of that one? What's mundane? Eh? Worldly life, eh? Thank you. I have... Is it... Um, after the is holding dictionary, when I want to check, he will check. So when I go there, I get. If I don't get, I get from there. As I sit down there, they do research. Praise God. Amen. He was like a hairy garment all over. So they called his name Esau. Red. Then the brother came out. <laughs> eh? I won't let go. I won't let go until I take my position. If you don't bless me, I'm not going to leave you. The Bible says that he was holding the heel. His hand took hold of Esau's heel. You cannot be first. You cannot be first. I heard it. And you also you heard that you are supposed to be my subordinate. I won't let you go. You can move out first, but never. I'm holding, held the heel like this. So his name was called Jacob. That was in your own understanding. A supplanter. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. That is the wife. Bore them. Next verse, please. So the boys grew. And Esau was a skillful hunter. What? A man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. Dwelling where? In tents. 
The people that God engaged as his own nation were people that dwelt in tents. So even by their, by their disposition to work and, and habitation, it was Jacob who was following their pattern. They dwelt in tents. Why? Because they were on a journey to a perfect land. They were not expected to be excited over any situation. They were intense. Huh? Jacob dwelt intense. A mild man. Call him one who was tied to the mother's apron. Doesn't matter. He was living intense. He was the one who could hear the things that the adults had to give to him. But this man enjoyed being in the bush. I'm not saying the bush is bad. Though. No. After all, David was in the bush when he was called and he was crowned. Yeah. But there's something significant about this one. Let's go. And Isaac loved Esau. Most of you, you stop at and Isaac loved Esau. Because he ate his game. That was all. That was all. The relationship between Isaac and Israel was carnal. It wasn't spiritual. It wasn't because Esau, you know, showed for certain kingdom tendencies or one who was committed to kingdom things or spiritual things that the guy's soup was good. The man loved bush meat. And Esau will go to the bush and bring meat and come and prepare pepper soup for the man. And the old man loved that pepper soup. So the more he ate that thing, the more he was ginger to talk. That was why he asked him to go and bring venison, bring something from the bush, prepare it for me the way you have been doing it, so that I will bless you. A stomach blessing. If that is the way to get the blessing that is mine because of what this man had done some years ago, then I will do it. That's the attitude of Rebecca and Jacob. Now go on. He said, but Rebecca loved Jacob. It ended there. But I know why she did. She heard what God said. She knew that the covenant that was given to Abraham that came to Isaac it was this boy that should be alive to see the covenant come to pass in my study yesterday night I saw something I was going to tell pastor alone but let me say it here many of you are standing on powerful wells that have been covered because you despise your parents you never saw what they did as anything that is commendable their words have been covered and you are standing on the wells. But Isaac did not. He dug the wells of the father that had been covered and gave them the same name the father gave them. Every covenant position is generational. And the earlier you had understanding of this, the better for you. Those of you who are ashamed of your parents, they ask you why. She cannot speak good English. That is nonsense. In fact, you are an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be saying that when I see, but truth stands, amen. Truth what? How can you say that your parents are illiterate, that your mother can't speak, that your mother doesn't dress well? That woman sold everything she had to make you who you are today, and you are forgotten. When the little meat that came to the house, she will give that one to you children and she will sit down there and be watching you eating and her jaw was that you were eating. And today, this same woman is a witch. If you are like that, you repent before I curse you. What did I say? Repent before I curse you. You are not beautiful. Until you have proper understanding of who your parents are to look at them. The glory of your parents will come upon you. Stop all this nonsense thing. So-called modernity. I don't want my mother to come here. He doesn't even know how to sit on, the, on, on this chair. If it's not wooden, he can't sit down. Even car to enter car is a problem. Yes, because... She didn't have the opportunity you are having. You get opportunity to travel outside this country. I don't care where you went to. You went somewhere. They say you went abroad. And you came back. Nobody can hear what. You're two weeks in the U.S. Now. I see some bees are passing. A swarm of bees. You, you, you just go to the airport from there to the house of the one who received you and then you came back you want that person to rest and I was in the US okay go back I'm not saying don't go when you go come back as you were before we want to see the person that went and show us what you added. That's all. Amen. Certain influences may come upon your life through. But you know that those who were born there, Africans who were born there and have stayed there for years, they don't speak like that. It's those that went there at 35, 45, 56. At age quarter to die. When they come back, we're at JF, JFK, and um, you see, in our place over there, which place? You are whose place? Glory to God. Now, Jacob cooked a stew. And Israel came in from the field. And was weary. You see the carnal dimension of this boy. That he was not fit to carry the mantle of the covenant. You think God is a waster? Nathan said to Jacob, Please feed me. I hear now. I use a vegetable human being. A vegetable human being. That cannot even think. Feed me with the same red steel. What else will he be asking? Well, it's going to be green steel. No way. 
Therefore, his name is called Edom. Can you? He's just adding names upon names from his folly. Yeah, go ahead. But Jacob said, "Sell me your birthright as of this day. As of this day, you have a birthright. Sell it to me now." If you want to eat my stew, everybody they chop from your website. That's the only thing he had. You want to eat it? Hands go, hands come. Say something. All right. Look at him. Look, I'm about to die. So, what is this birthright to me? Are you seen an irresponsible person? How would God not entrust the destiny of, a, of the, death, the future of a great nation to a person like this? I'm about to die. Come to me, 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 come to there was a deliberate thing that was done. Jacob says, swear to me as of this day. Give evidence that will stand in court on my favor, in my favor and against you. In case you want to change your mind. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. If somebody says something to you, and you carry, are you a thief? Or Tom Man or Tony Penny, dear no Emman was a jay. Yet in Pendia, they're coming to me, you, you Jimmy, where Jimmy A person who had gone to the bush, you came with meat. How long will it take you to cook something to eat? He said, I will die. It is only when a man detached from heaven that this kind of thing happened to him. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate. Look at, look at, look at this verse. Very interesting. Then he ate and drank and arose and went his way. I hear that one. He, he dropped the, the bed, birthright. The, he dropped it down there. And then ate. He ate he drank, he arose and went his way. His way was not God's way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. What again are you saying about, about Jacob? He needed a birthright to be what God has said he will be. He it. He did not trick the brother. No. He did not supplant him. No. He made his stew. He wasn't the only person that goes to bush now. I have followed my, my dad to bush in the night for hunting before. A few times. My dad was a teacher but he was a sharpshooter. Oh yeah. The man loves meat. And he pushed the thing down our way. It has, it's a generational thing now. All of them, they love meat. Even as we have repented from meat, those ones are still eating the thing. Ask your resident pastor if he's still eating it.
You are telling who are you going to look at? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Now you see, now anytime we, we got, some, sometimes when we get a game and you, you want to prepare it over there, you will. And then there was a particular tree. You you know, when the stems, the stems give some kind of shade. Huh? You sit down there. You know, the, the, the old man will bring the inner, the intestines. Intestines <laughs> and the heart and uh, sometimes we we'll add the neck to it. Um, I don't know the English for this one. If, if you want to know, you are back now. If you want to know, ask them to teach you. Simple. Praise God. We'll just prepare that in there and take meat. There will be no food at all. Just, I mean, nothing to add to it. We'll just take that one and. That was my some of my best times, you understand. Anytime a man went to the bush, I will not sleep, I will wait for him to come back. Because as soon as he got back, he will do something. Anyone who was asleep, your name is not there. Those of us who are awake and I will always be awake. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So it was not a big deal. He could have waited a little, prepared something. And then eat. Did he say he didn't have money? He could have bought some food to eat and wait. He said, I'm dying. He had no respect for his destiny. He dropped the best right there, boom, and went away. And the one who value it got it. If you don't place value on what God has given to you, some other person will pick it. I've told you about something that happened to me in the, in the year um, 1992. 92. Today is June 12th. Yes. <laughs> Today is June 12th. From years ago, 1992. Uh, 92 or 93. 93 in Nigeria. Uh, Abiola said he had won elections. Um... IBB said he would not allow him to take the, the, the seat and there was going to be riot. In fact, it was going to be very serious that um, people said running away. So those of us who were not from Nigeria, the ministry arranged for us to stay somewhere. So I went to Lauren to drop my family there and then uh, while I went there, I was asked to preach. So I preached on something from the book of Judges and when I was done, one of our senior ministers there, she came and asked me, Mrs. Um, um, uh, she was an Igbo lady married to a Yoruba man uh, who later became registered at the, at the Bible school. I've forgotten the name. Now, now she came and said, he said, Pastor, where did this message come from? I said, I don't know. He said, I know where it came from. I asked her, where? He said, from your bones. From where? The, your inner being. And then I had an instruction to write that thing out as a book. I did all the skeletal work. I did everything, but I didn't produce it. 1998. 
I was attending a Bible school in, in Kumasi. Our teachers came from the U.S. I was there. Very serious one-year intensive course. I, one of the break times, I said, let me just pass. There was one little bookshop there. Let me just see what is here. And I saw a book that bought the title that God gave me. And I saw the scripture that he gave me. I took the book and stood somewhere and under 15, 20, I had read the book. I worked like Esau. One American had written the book. The content could not be compared to what I had received from God. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I said, if these people will not praise me, the stones here will do it. Don't let a stone take over your place. God's program must be executed. If you are privileged to be chosen by God and you don't do it, you will pick somebody else. There's always a next neighbor. A neighbor who is warming up on the touchline. David was that neighbor when Paul began, Saul began to misbehave. Look at a person like Saul. And then God went for David. David. David that was inside Bush, his friends and his colleagues were all these animals. He was the one that God brought to take over. I, I believe that when, when the day Saul looked at that boy, he said, I will kill you. <laughs> I will do what? Uh, if I lose the seed, you must not have it. I will kill you. And for nine years, he pursued David. But the one that God has blessed, nobody can curse. If you don't hold fast, to what God has given to you. If you don't hold fast to it. Yes. As officer, yes, you are right. Thank you. If you don't hold fast to what God has given to you, some other person will pick it. And you're from all your analysis, you discover that person is on your side. It's on your level. But you could not keep what God gave to you. God's program will never be aborted. If you're not ready, somebody else will do it. So you must build your own world. Create it. Strategically so. So that you will know and see what God has done in prison. Friends, Esau despised his birthright. I hope you are not going to despise your own birthright. But you value it. And you will nurture it. And you keep on going forward. That is where your creativity will become profitable. And it's very, very important for you to have this understanding so that the work, the little work that God has given you today will become a mighty one. The little work, the little work, that table, table top market that you have, table top shop, four things, four things of uh, milk, two things of sardine, it's not even titles, it is one of these uh, cheap side thing. And then um, some bottles of Coke that never saw fridge before. All of them are on that table. And a little pepper here, a little tomato here. Oh, the name of our enemy. Me manuko jumokofe biaba. Just buy this one. You can come back later. <laughs> or he's going to collect your money to go and buy another one. I've told you before. I watched one handed man. His name is Yakubu. I watched this boy from the tabletop shop. To become a big businessman with workers under him. 
One hand was gone. Because of the spirit I saw in him, I would take Trotro or taxi from where I was teaching and to his place and go and buy something I could have bought even from the campus. Could have bought that. I wanted to encourage him. And we became friends. I left Bauchi for some years. One day I went there and said, let me go and check on this, my friend. I asked, he said, oh, he's no longer here. Where is he? He said, the other side. The government was going to do a dual carriageway. There, so all those, those who were having kiosks there, they asked them to drop their kiosks and go away. And then they put down their names. And when they finished the, with the road, they put up sheds and he got two. He got what? And he got a vehicle that his one hand could drive easily. Customized thing. And people were working for him. So when he saw me, he said, my friend, my friend. But he wanted to carry me by one hand. Can you carry me? My friend. And then he told this. He said, this man is the one that helped me to become what I am today. Akubu. From tabletop. You can't employer of people. Why are you despising that which God has given to you? God has given you a wife. You look at your wife and look beyond your wife. You look at her and you look beyond your wife to see how that girl going. And your wife look, looks into your eyes and she sees that your eyes are not on her. That you are looking somewhere. So what are you looking at? I said, nothing. You see, some of those women are very gentle. If it is me, I won't slap you. If I slap you, I won't have the effect I want to have. I will put my fingers into your eyes. I would have been a very dangerous wife. Your wife is sitting by what the first thing this wife is even more more calmly than yourself. Eh? When you married her, she was a young lady. You want to now drink out of her and then throw her away. And you are looking at somebody else. Those girls from my side over there say, God will punish you. <laughs> punish your mother. Punish your father. Punish you. You go die. You go die. They will give you work out about four times. Your eyes go close. It's painful. The same thing, a woman, you look at your husband and say, But before, a few years back, you were telling people, I want to thank God for giving me this man, the precious jewel that God has given to me. The man loses his job and money is no more flowing in. And you now remember that you, you, you were married a bushman, a bushman, a jackal. That's the person you married. Is it your husband? I said, who, is, who is my husband? You mean that man who is coming? <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me. Is that man my class? My friend leave that man. When we were blind, yes, but now my eyes are open. Tell someone, value your birthright. Value that you are a child of God. And your father is the owner of all things. 
that you cannot have better father than that one. So be attached to your father. Glory to God. I salute you this morning. And I bless the name of the Lord. You will not lose your destiny. You will not miss your road. But this God will keep you sound. Whatever your hands are touching today. Will become great. And produce. And announce you everywhere you go. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are an excellent person. Excellent person. 